The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGP and Merch Store. Use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off of everything in the SGPN Store. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb And who does not love talking racing things on a weekday, just days before Dega, baby. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. As always, he's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We're back on Super Speedway Racing. We've condensed the tracks enough for these guys. We're going to give them some spacious asphalt to work with. Hot tempers. Uh, so many different things to go wrong. But Cody... It's super speedway racing, and as I recall, it's one of your favorite ones to bet on. <laughs> I'm still riding the high from yesterday's Cup Series show, Rod. <laughs> oh, man, go back and listen to that. It was a fun one. I, man, I, I said it yesterday, but super speedway racing is my favorite type. It is so much fun to watch. It's always it's nonstop excitement. You don't know until, I mean, until they cross the very end of the line, like, you don't know who's going to win. Sometimes you don't even know who who's won as they cross the line. It's hard to tell. Everything is action-packed throughout the day. We talked about it yesterday. The betting side of things is action-packed as well, so that makes it entertaining. Uh, you know, you, you go in with the the attitude of you're going to lose it all, and you you but you get it throughout these long f- shots, these fun darts. We talked about it yesterday, but hit Corey LaJoy 22-1 to 1 as top Chevrolet. We didn't even have to hit the winner, any of that other stuff at Atlanta. Worked out nicely. Hit a big bet for the weekend. Makes everything look better. Makes everything happy. Uh, so yeah, it's man. Super speedway racing. I oh, I mean, I get pumped up every week for every race because I'm a, I'm a junkie. But uh, <laughs> but I love super speedway racing even more than the other styles. Well, this is of course the Xfinity episode where the uh, drivers, the Xfinity drivers, will take the track for the Ag Pro. 300 on the Talladega Super Speedway. Once again, no cup drivers in this race, so thankfully they get to kind of play amongst themselves again for a second week in a row, which, by the way, last week I was very excited for because uh, I, I do seem to enjoy it, but I know I know we talk about it's, it's nice for them to be able to race with the cup guys to get experience racing alongside the more experienced cup drivers, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a purist guy. Like it, it, it's fun to watch the the big leaguers come down and play single A ball, right, and play wiffle ball against a, a bunch of these single A pitchers. But you know, by and large, it's it's not necessarily as fun if they do it every single week. Um, it's like watching a, a seven foot tall basketball player play a fourth grade uh, pee wee team every week. It just doesn't just doesn't feel <laughs> right. So, and I know that they're not fourth grade pee wee teams, but I mean, I had to find some analogy, and that's what came to mind. It works. It works. But yes, uh, there is there is 42 entries for 38 spots. So four drivers will be going home. Uh, like you said, it's a dash for cash race. So no cup drivers are allowed to race, um, which, you know, for super speedway racing, too, that's it gives these guys a chance to shine again. Anybody or almost anybody in the field can win uh, at this type of track. So you love to see it. Uh, some of the notable people on the entry list. Uh, Jade Buford is going to be in the five, which is a second big machine racing car. They, of course, have the 48 with uh, Parker Kligerman. Uh, Derek Krause back in the number 10 car for Colleg. We've talked about it, that 10 car with multiple different drivers. Has finished top 10 every single race so far this season. We'll see if that continues to go. Ryan Truex, much to Sam Mayer's disappointment, is back in the 19 car. And uh, Jesse Awuji back in the 34 car. 
I, I love the fact that Jesse Awuji is a, a you know serving member of the Navy. I was in the Navy. That's a great story. That's a lot of fun. Probably shouldn't be in the Xfinity series, but that's okay. He's he's going to attempt the race anyways. It's funny to think that an active duty member is actually in a car. Because, I mean, I when he, I was... He, I think he's actually a reservist. I think he's a reservist. I think you're right. Yeah. This yeah. is not the weekend of the month that he's serving. Right. Which, <laughs> conveniently, <laughs> uh, there is some weeks where he has, uh, quote-unquote, military obligations and is unable to qualify. So they usually put somebody like Kyle Weatherman in there that can actually make the race. And then Awuji shows up to race and, and run on the back. But I don't want to dog on Awuji all day. He just uh, maybe could use some more practice at a lower level somewhere. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that we both have been there, right? I mean, is he? I think he's an officer, isn't he? Awuji, isn't he? He an is. Officer? He is an officer. Yeah, I think he's so, a, might be a lieutenant, maybe. I don't know. So, so come on. We all know that officers are like, no, no, why don't we go ahead and let the NCOs take care of this? <laughs> yeah, that's two enlisted guys. Maybe that's why we don't like yeah. them as much, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll show up. I'll show up, take all the credit for it. Let, let's let my senior chief do all of the, the stuff, right? Let's let my, my Every, sergeant everybody major. Everybody knows the enlisted guys do all the work, and the officers just, you know, take all the credit. <laughs> But, if you're in the military, you know that too. That's absolutely the case. So, um, yeah, this, I mean, listen, and, and when you look at, at super speedway racing, especially in the Xfinity series over the last few seasons in Talladega, it's, it's obviously a lot of those names are gone, right? The Gragsons are gone. The Gibbses are gone. Um, the Almondingers are gone. We talked about that even at the beginning of this season. And I mean, there's like Landon Castle is not in this as well either. Right. I'm not seeing his name. Uh, he's not no. in this either. He was in the, the last few races. So we're, we're minus a lot of the names that were kind of prevalent in the top 10, even in the last few races here. And it's going to be an interesting way to shake up this field. Um, obviously we still have a lot of these young guys, uh, that are going to be racing in, in their first or second or, you know, not, not, they don't have a lot of Talladega experience. So, I mean, this There's is it for it. <laughs> We're going to get to one bet where there's guys that don't have like hardly any experience at all that are in this race. So that's uh, that's always a fun, fun and une unexpected way to kind of bet on or against someone is when they don't really have any experience. Yeah. And believe me, we're going to see plenty of that, like you said. Uh, but yeah. we do need to take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue to set up the race, the AgPro 300 from the Talladega Super Speedway. But let's tell you first about Underdog Fantasy because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here. What better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? I know they got some Sacramento Kings stuff going on. Woo! Light the beam, baby! I think that's what they say. I haven't been a basketball fan in a while. I know I live close to Sacramento, but uh, I've, I've seen that many, many, many times. So you can get down on anything you want over there at Underdog Fantasy to help light that beam. Besides the daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. It's a lot of beams to light with that money. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. For as many years as I've lived in the Northern California area, I just I was never able to get in on any sort of Sacramento Kings basketball. So the fact that they're doing well for the first time, I think, since they moved to Sacramento, uh, I know it's got this whole area a buzz, and I'm just I'm not part of that. I uh, didn't realize the Kings were still in the NBA. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I know the Kings are in the NBA. They just have not been good in a long time, and so. You'll see that when teams aren't good for a long time, they pop back up. It is good to always good to see a, a newcomer to the to the show, right? Where a team has has sucked or struggled for so long, and then they uh, finally pop up and they're they're somewhat decent. And and they're what they're up to to nothing on the Warriors, which is you know today's super team. So yeah, I, I mean it's it's NorCal versus the Bay Area. I think that's that's basically all everything that the California is all about. It's all about Northern California versus Southern California versus the Bay. So, the fact that we're beating the Bay, go NorCal. There, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Again, this is the AgPro 300 from the Talladega Super Speedway. The Xfinity drivers will take 113 laps around this 2.660-mile paved track for 300.580 laps. Uh, they do this twice a year. In the fall, A.J. Allmendinger 
won the race here over Sam Mayer. Uh, the margin of victory in that one was 0.15. But in the 2022 Ag Pro 300, there were 10 cautions for 39 laps. The average or the margin of victory rather between Noah Gragson and Jeffrey Earnhardt was 0.131 second. There was 25 lead changes in the entire race was 6,611 green flag lap passes. That's 77.8 per green flag. That's a lot of passes. Uh, pole speed on this one, 182.56. Average speed of the race, 123.024. Time of the race, a brief and quick, just kidding, two hours, 40 minutes, 52 seconds. Cody, uh, this is a race that we are going to see a lot of jockeying for position. We're going to see a lot of different leaders, like we said, uh, and and really the highest person that led laps in the Ag Pro last year was Austin Hill with 67. Next highest was Justin Allgaier at 13, but I'm telling you right now, man, we're in for a crazy, crazy race this week. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, if you're newer to super speedway racing, this is the race where anybody can win, anybody can finish good, anybody can wreck out, anybody can finish badly. You can go from 1st to 30th in two seconds. You can go from 30th to 1st in 60 seconds. It takes a little longer to go forward than backward. But it, it, things move quickly. Things change quickly. Um, we've talked about it in the past. Xfinity seems to be the series of the three that ends up more chalky more than the other ones. And <laughs> we talked about this slightly on the Cup Series show yesterday. But you look at the odds, and, and I mean... When we get to the Cup Series, it's generally like the favorite is always like plus a thousand, eleven hundred. Like you, you very, very rarely would see somebody above that early in the week. And, and the Xfinity Series, generally the same thing. And if you look at second place on the list, John Ernemacek plus eleven hundred, that's normal. Austin Hill plus three eighty at the top. That is insane for a super speedway. You just saw I said he led sixty some laps here last year, but he didn't win. And he's won the two we've had so far this season, right? Daytona, Atlanta. If he wins this, nobody's going to be shocked. In my opinion, it is. And last week, we hit John Hunter Nemechek. It was a plus 350, I think, to win. Multiple units, like, it was a big play. Loved it. Hammered it. Great. In my opinion, betting somebody to win on a super speedway at plus 380 is a horrible bet. Now, he might come out and win, and I will not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he led every lap on a super speedway. He's that good at it. But... So many bad things can happen. It's not worth the risk for the little bit of reward. And then, of course, the the normal super speedway pitch, right? We've already had this discussion multiple times this week, but always gamble responsibly. Be a grown-up and, and manage your units appropriately. But on a super speedway, take that to the next level. You have to go into this race expecting to lose every single bet, expecting for utter chaos. 20 cars to get piled up and all your bets out in one wreck, just like that. So treat it that way. If something happens to cash, be happy. The fun part about that, you can throw darts out there. We're going to have a lot of plus money plays. Go back to the cup series. If you really want some plus money plays, because there was a lot there, mostly on my side. Sorry about that, <laughs> but not really. Cause again, you hit one or two and you have a great day. Just manage your units appropriately. Go lighter on stuff. You should every week treat it as if you're going to lose it all because it is gambling and it's a risky we go back and listen to the review show we <laughs> with the recap show we covered what gambling is but even more so on the super speedways just take it with extra caution but again from my opinion as a, as a fan you can enjoy this race more because you place the bets you totally forget about them you throw the slips in the trash have a couple beers whatever you want to do sit back enjoy the race if you need to pull one of those slips out of the trash and catch it cash it great if not, you expected to lose it anyways. But, Cody, if you do your research, you won't lose any money. Sorry. <laughs> I just I wanted to be a troll for a half a second. I, I wanted to see how it felt to just try to throw shade yeah. all over the place. I'm, I feel yucky. <laughs> you did a good job. Sorry. You, you no. learned from the best. <laughs> no, I need to take a shower after that. Uh, yeah. And, and look, for real, this is the race that you do need to just watch it, enjoy it, and, and bet on things you want to cheer for. More yeah. than well, anything. Well, that's the thing, too, is like if there's a guy you just like to watch, Corey LaJoy for me, right? I bet him every time. Well, I think he can win also, but it doesn't matter. Like anybody out there, you know, in the Cup Series, you're just a big Zane Smith guy. We talked about it. Like you can bet on Zane Smith. He 
he can win that race. He's a long shot, yes, for a reason, because he's going to maybe have to work for it or maybe need a little more chaos, but we've seen it so many times lately. We talked about it in the Cup Series yesterday. You know, Austin Sindrick won the Daytona 500, 75-1. McDowell won it. He was like 100-1. to uh, And then we had some races last year. Chase Elliott won at Talladega. He was like 10-1. to But you go back and Ross Dane, I don't know what he was in the spring, but I promise you he wasn't 10-1. to Like, he was a longer shot to win that. Uh, in the Xfinity Series, we've had some good examples lately. Jeremy Clements won, was it Daytona, Daytona. last year? Or, yeah, the fall yeah. Daytona. And he was like 150-1. to one. Mm-hmm. I mean, other people can win these races. Um, and so that's what makes it fun is you can just throw stuff out there. Guys you like to watch, guys you wouldn't bet on in a normal week. and be a bunch of guys in here we're talking about that you don't normally hear us talk about, which is another way to make it fun. It gives you an opportunity. Sometimes it does get to the point where the same you're kind of playing the same guys each week because those are the good bets. And and you know we're gonna have don't worry, Riley Herbst is still in the show like he is every week. But there's gonna be plenty of other names in there discussed as well. So uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I love betting on super speedways, Rod. It is so much fun. I know you do. I know you do. Well, then you know. Let's not even waste any more time. Let's, let's take go. a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna throw out all of our bets for you for this Ag Pro 300 from Talladega. But let's talk to you about the SGPN merch store because we want you to support the SGPN merch store because we want you to walk around town with all of your finest SGPN and more specifically NASCAR Gambling Podcast swag because that's the way you show your support for us. You can even walk around your office with one of these fantastic SGPN mugs, maybe the NASCAR Gambling mug on the back there, the F1 Gambling mug that Cody's got. We've seen hats. We've seen our sweatshirts. Uh, we've probably got stuff that you could put your grandma in in the nursing home, and they can ask her, hey, what is that? And she can say, oh, yeah, I got this from the SGPN merch store. Uh, you guys should probably get some too, right? And then we're nursing home sensations. What else do they got to do but listen to us on this show? If you would like more, go to the merch store. In honor of the NBA playoffs, from now until the end of April, you can get 10% off of anything in the SGPN merch store when you use the promo code SGPNNBA. So head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, buy something for your grandma, use the promo code SGPNNBA, and get 10% off of everything up to and including, uh, I'm sure, a walker, right, Cody? <laughs> uh, I just came up with a new shirt idea. Grandmas love us, the National <gasps> Gambling Podcast. <gasps> Ooh, we need to put that in the Slack. Don't even waste any yeah, time. Do that now. <laughs> I'm going to go send Jake a message. Grandmas <laughs> love us. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I would definitely need that shirt for sure. <laughs> I, I want that shirt. I will buy it for my grandma. She probably would wear it too. Oh God, I love yeah, it. That's uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy, Cody. we have too much fun on this show, Rod. Don't too we, much fun. We need to stop. I, I think I think the listeners don't like when we have this much fun. We need to be serious I, I and just give out do, picks. Actually. Yeah, well, I think that's just one guy, but uh, <laughs> everybody else seems to like it. So shout out to all of you. <laughs> all right, are you ready for some bets, Rod? I'm ready. I, I, Let's I don't go. want to waste any time today. I'm excited. I'm Good. so pumped up for betting this race. I love it. Of course, I got to start with my guy, Riley Herbst. He had some mentions in the Cup Series show as well. Make sure you go back and listen. He is going to be racing in the Cup Series this weekend as well. I am going to take Riley Herbst for a top five finish in the Xfinity Series, plus 225. Uh, man, again, no top 10 odds to no surprise uh, from the books over here, of course. But some decent top fives this week. Uh, I mean, really, Austin Hill at minus 200 is the only minus uh, odds m- minus odds bet you can make at Caesars Sportsbook. So, Everybody else starting at John Hunter Nemechek second place there is plus 140 and it's all plus money down the board. So I've got multiple top fives today. I'm just going to kind of throw some top five darts, maybe one or two of them lane top five. Maybe they don't. If not, don't worry. I already counted these bets as losses anyways. So Riley Herbst, he finished sixth at Daytona already this season, fifth at Atlanta. That's two races in fifth and sixth. That's a pretty good start for him being at plus 225. Uh, you go back to last season. He finished 11th here at Talladega, 11th and 4th at Daytona, 9th and 4th at Atlanta. Um, and then he this season also, he finished 10th already in the Daytona 500 in his only Cup Series start uh, so far. Uh, so he is a super speedway guy, doesn't have that win. 
just yet, Rod. But um, it's coming soon, right? And, and I mean, already this season, like, and, and honestly, last season, we kind of dogged on Herbst a lot. Uh, we said he didn't really deserve to be in this ride. We thought the only reason he kept it is because the monster thing, when they announced he would be back, we were kind of shocked. We thought maybe Haley Deegan would get that ride or somebody did. Like, it just didn't make sense. And maybe there's a reason we're not talent scouts in NASCAR, Rod, because he's having a hell of a season. He's had a great season so far. He has been on a run. I think almost every race, uh, other than, of course, last week when he was for sure cashing our top five at plus 400, and he looked one of the best cars and then ended up getting wrecked late. Um, but he has looked very good all season. I think he's going to continue that into this weekend. He's going to be in both races. He's been very solid on super speedways. So I'm going to keep on the Riley Herbst train. Plus 225 sounds good enough for me for him at a top five. Cody, there's many reasons why we are not talent scouts in NASCAR. <laughs> I, I will tell you that right now. I, yeah, I, I think so. I, yeah, but, oh I think well. so too. Um, <laughs> hey, Ty Gibbs is going to be good, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I can see that coming. Well, I mean, that's probably not that hard. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, this next one is going to have you know, uh, probably figure out exactly why I'm not a talent scout in NASCAR. And uh, I'm going to give you uh, – this is, this is my praying for chaos – uh, top five pick, and that is Anthony Alfredo. He's five to one for a top uh, five finish in this race. But I will say to you, as bad as uh, Anthony Alfredo has been this season, let me let me read off his finishes for you um, this year. 24th at Daytona, 17th at Fontana, 19th at Vegas, 14th at Phoenix, 14th Atlanta, 16th Austin, 38th Richmond, 24th Martinsville, Nowhere in there does it sound like Anthony Alfredo is a top five driver. But allow me to read you his finishes from the Talladega Super Speedway. In 2020, he finished in sixth. In 2020, in the fall, he finished 12th. In 2022, in the spring, he finished sixth. In 2022, in the fall, he finished 16th. I will tell you that in those races in which he finished sixth, Justin Haley was in a ride in the 2020 early version. Ross Chastain, Austin Sindrick, all three of those guys were in the top five in that race. And then, of course, the very next time that he did finish uh, in sixth place as well, uh, the following drivers were there. Austin Sindrick, A.J. Allmendinger, and Noah Gragson. So, I'm going to tell you right now that I I truly believe... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, that was uh, that was the wrong one. We're talking 2022. Rod, click the right buttons in this one. Okay. You're giving out false information again, Rod. Jeez. I give out tons of false information. But this I wasn't, is why we can't have nice things. I wasn't <laughs> wrong because it was Noah Gragson and A.J. Allmendinger and Landon Castle. Those were the three that were above him. So, Anthony Alfredo has proven that he can actually stick around and, and do okay things on, uh, on a super speedway. Now, he's not going to be in that uh, 23 car that he was in before he's going to be in the 78 car um but again i still think that he can find a way to keep himself in and around where he needs to be uh in order to to get a top five finish at talladega and like you said anybody can do anything at any point and at five to one for a guy who's hung around the top five two out of the four races that he's been in on this track i like that yeah and that's the biggest key right is is you just got to fight in alfredo i mean at this point, he's got quite a few starts under his belt. He spent some time in the Cup Series. He he had a full season, I believe, right in the thirty-eight, uh, yeah, thirty-eight car, a full season under his belt there. Um, he he spent time in you know Xfinity. He spent time everywhere, and he's gotten plenty of rides. Uh, and really, you read off his his finishes this year, nothing that crazy good. But there's been a few races where the result hasn't necessarily been there. But Alfredo has looked good, especially for the type of equipment he's been in. He's not in very good equipment, which to track like Talladega, Talladega equalizes that. And this will be a great opportunity for him at these odds. Again, it's one I like. Again, just pick some random guys to sprinkle top fives on. They don't have to win the race for you then. Now, some guys like Herps, you might be on for a top five and to win. You can double dip. That would be great. But then it's, it's not coming down to the end where they have to win. You can cash a nice plus money bet for just finishing inside the top five, which Sometimes all you have to do is survive, and you can be up there at the end and in, in position for that. I'll add on. I'll add on to that, Cody, because because if you go back and listen to the uh, to the Cup Series episode, 
the owner of the 78, BJ McLeod. We're having a little bit of fun with some McLeod bets this weekend. Yes, we did. Uh, spoiler alert. If you have not listened to the Cup Series show, what are you doing? Go back and listen to that. But uh, yes, we did find a way to bet on BJ McLeod, which is always fun. So make sure you definitely check that out. Next up for me, a guy. This is my Corey LaJoy of the Xfinity Series. Every time we go to the Xfinity Series on a super speedway, I have to get in on Ryan Sieg, and he has made me so much money on super speedways. This guy knows what he's doing. He is so good at them. I'm going to take him at a top five over on Caesars at plus 500. Great odds. You're getting the same odds as Alfredo, which, I mean, no offense to Alfredo, but Sieg is in better equipment and, and uh, in my opinion, a better driver. Um, and I'm going to take him as the Group B winner, also at plus 500. The Group B is Parker Kligerman. Pains, pains my heart deeply. I don't have a single bet on Parker Kligerman this week. I am hoping that means that Parker Kligerman wins this race. Maybe I'm the problem. I don't know. I'm trying to do everything I can to help you, Parker. If you win this race, I'll be extremely happy for you. I'll be sad I didn't bet on you this time, but we got to figure something out, buddy. So this is a way to, to you know hedge on. Maybe he continues to have problems like he's had. Gets caught up in a wreck. Uh, Derek Krause is in this group, which Derek Krause only has, uh, what is it, two starts in the uh, Xfinity series. That's all he's made in this car. Um, and he doesn't have a ton of super speedway experience, so he doesn't concern me too much. Jeb Burton is in there. He's kind of a wild card. He's got times where he's really good. I believe he's won here at Talladega before, actually. Um, but he's not always consistent. Again, that's anybody on a super speedway, of course. But Brett Moffitt, this is kind of a hedge off of him because I'll be talking about him later. And Jeremy Clements, who we did mention, won a Daytona race. Just was That, la that was last season. Um, but his results can be up and down too. The main the main point of this is Clements is the only one at longer odds, or he's the same odds as Sieg at plus five hundred, which to me just makes no sense at all. I, I don't understand why they are um, they are the two that are the longer shots. Uh, it, it makes no sense to me. And so again, my my view on these groups is try to find the ones that have some some longer money guys and guys that you trust can do well and seek is a guy i love i'm taking him for a top five either way so uh not only the top five but then you get him to win the group um but if you go back and look he's finished so far in two races this season eighth at daytona 11th at atlanta both great finishes likely you could win him the group for this and they're not that far off from the top five again if you're there at the end you can be in the top five you just got to survive, be there at the end. Go back to 2022, 8th at Daytona, 4th at Talladega, which would put him inside the top five here at this track last season. Um, and actually, he finished 4th in both races at Talladega last season. So again, that's, uh, I mean, a pretty decent sample size there. 10th and 15th at Atlanta. Go back to 2021, he had a 5th place finish at Talladega and an 11th place finish at Talladega. So three of the last four races at Talladega, He's finished inside the top five already. You're still getting him at, at five to one. Go back to 2020. Oh, I was so sad this day, Rod. I think I had him at like 75 to one. Finishes in second place. Still would have cashed that top five, though. So luckily we have that on him here. So, uh, and this is Ryan Sieg, to be clear. Not his brother Kyle Sieg is also in the race. And Kyle is a fine racer as well. But this, this these bets are specifically on Ryan, both on Caesars, top five plus 500 and the Group B winner at plus 500 as well. I love that. Again, it's a long shot. I mean, if I'm giving you Alfredo, might as well throw out a Sieg as well uh, for, for that. Um, all right, well, here's my weekly Hemrick bet. I mean, Hemrick feels like Harvick to me anymore, where I just I feel like he's such a consistent driver that you got to put something on it. I know that uh, you have had your doubts about Hemrick, and he's out of kind of an up-and-down season so far. Uh, but I, I have him as a top three. I like his odds for a top three. At I, as much as I don't like Daniel Hemrick, he is good on super speedways. So I, no argument from me this time. Yeah. Well, and I, I'll get, yeah, I'll make sure that I don't get an argument from you. Damn it. Uh, I love it, but I, I like his I top three. Down. <laughs> at plus plus four twenty five is, is what I've got him as. Um, and Daniel Hemrick uh, this season alone, right? Second in Atlanta. He had a rough go of it in Daytona. Uh, where he finished 36th, but he did start 6th, which is, 
you know, a, a very good starting position for Daniel Hemrick. Uh, he had a seventh place at Martinsville, sixth place in Austin, tenth in Phoenix, tenth in Vegas, twelfth in Fontana. None of those are top three finishes, but here at Talladega, he had an eighth place finish in the fall of 2022. And again, we've talked about all the drivers that will be missing from the field in these races, right? The Gragsons, the Almendingers, the Gibbs, all these guys are gone now. So that frees up spaces for Hemrick to move up. He did finish fourth in the fall of 2021, uh, and he finished fifth in the fall of 2020 uh, proper. He did start on the pole in the uh, in the spring race of 2018. Uh, unfortunately, he got a 23rd place finish that day, uh, but he was a fast car to start on the pole. That was, of course, in the 21 car. Uh, but since he's joined the 11th, he, uh, the 11 car, 34th place finish, but that was, he started fifth um, and, and and was damaged vehicle policied out of that one. And then, like I said, finished eighth in the fall. Apparently, he likes the fall race better than the spring. Um, but again, <laughs> he hasn't been running as well in in the seasons as he has this season. And he's actually been a guy that uh, has, has proven to be in the front of the pack quite a bit. And, uh, you know, these, these college cars are good on super speedways. Uh, A.J. Allmendinger proved that last year. He was a road course guy, but he was killing it in those college cars uh, on super speedways in the Xfinity series. So I, I think that they're going to be showing out pretty good this this week. And I think, uh, like I said, a plus 425, Daniel Hemrick for a top three is a solid bet. Colleg has dominated the Xfinity series over the years in super speedway racing. I think Justin Haley had three or four super speedway wins in a row. I mean, he's basically on the run. Austin Hill is on now, of course. Um, but yeah, it, it's a different cast of characters over there now, but they've been good in the past. You'd expect him to still be decent. I'm not going to say, I mean, necessarily back Hamrick, but he, he's been proving to be solid. I mean, He's been outperforming his 12th place average these last few weeks, so you've got to give him props there. You mentioned that we can take drivers this week from our heart, Rod. That's where I'm going with this next one. I just love seeing an Earnhardt out there. Jeffrey Earnhardt, top five finish, plus 700. I, I, I love to root for an Earnhardt. I love that we still have one out there. Um, and, you know, he's not Dale. He's not Dale Jr. I get it, but he's still an Earnhardt and... He's not too bad on super speedways. Like anybody, it's up and down result. But at plus 700, this one is worth a shot for me. Uh, 20th at Daytona, 34th at Atlanta. He got caught up in it early there. Go back to last season, 15th at Daytona. That's an okay ride. That means you're in the pack at the end, right? And, and that's all you're looking for. A 15th place finish to me signals you can finish in the top five because you're not that far out of it. Your line moves correctly. The proper car is in front of you wreck, and you are right there. You're not that far away. Guess where he finished in this race last season, Rod? Second place. He was in a Richard Childress racing car. It was the number three. It was that whole deal. We had a lot of, we had him a big odds to win that race. Another, God, I just have the curse of second place at Talladega, I think. But that's okay. That's all right. We're going to, second place, we'll cash you the top five. That's why I got so many top fives this week. See? <laughs> Thinking over here. Uh, but no, a second place here. Uh, again, he's in a different car now, but it's still an equalizer at this track. 13th at Atlanta, another solid run. 37th at Dega in the fall. Again, got caught up in it. Go back to 2020, had a 14th place here. 2019 to 15, 2019, a 15th at Daytona. All the way back in 2015, he had a 12th place run at Talladega as well. So he's proven that he can get it done. He finished in the top five last season. And I want to root for somebody with the name Earnhardt out there. So what better place to do it than Talladega, where his grandpa, Dale Sr., has is it 10 wins nine wins something ridiculous at this track and his uncle dale jr has uh an additional six wins so the earnhardt's another way around this talladega thing he's got it in his blood it's a fun one to root for and there's some stats to back it up plus 750 jeffrey earnhardt for a top five over on caesars i love it and it's amazing to me that it is seven to one given that he has had the success that he's had here yeah. uh at, at points so yeah, yeah I mean, another point in his favor too is these past seasons. It's been like parting and piecing together races. Like hasn't run full seasons this year. He's actually got a full time ride. Like he he's been making all of the races, and there is something to to that with the chemistry and and just being more comfortable in the car every week. Then you know I'm racing in this one. I'm racing in that one. Kind of hit and miss. He's he's actually got a full time deal. So 
it's not the most elite equipment, but it's good enough that he can get this result in it. I love it. Uh, all right. I am going to, uh, well, you said you don't have a bet for Kligerman in this. I have a bet against him, uh, and that is Jeb Burton over Parker Kligerman, uh, Kligerman, and that is at minus 105. I know minus money bets on super speedways are not necessarily all that sexy, but uh, we have spoke at length at Kligerman's just inability to sort of close. I mean, it's not as if his, his finishes have been bad, uh, although he did start second in Daytona, finished 23rd uh, this this uh, to start the year out. And then, you know, he had a 10th place finish at, at Fontana, 11th place at Vegas, 15th at Phoenix, 4th in Atlanta, 31st at Austin, 8th at Richmond, 17th at Martinsville. But to me, this 14.9 average finish for Kligerman does not necessarily tell the entire story of his season. He's made big enough moves that he's gotten bit by and it just feels as if, you know, these are these are just bad luck things to happen to him. Um, you look at what he's done at Talladega in the past. He's only raced three times here as an Xfinity racer. He's got two sixth-place finishes, right? And that's actually not bad. 2013 was the first, and then last fall he finished in sixth place here as well. But when you look over at Jeb Burton, Jeb Burton on Talladega has one, finished third, finished 7th, finished 15th, finished 17th as well. Uh, the fact that he's actually won on this track uh, makes me feel a lot better about his his chances. Uh, Tal- uh, Daytona, rather, he's got three fourth-place finishes on that track. Uh, Jeb Burton has not done much to speak of in this season either, but he's gotten a lot- he did finish 11th at Daytona, and then he finished 16th in Atlanta. Uh, went on to a 12th-place finish at Richmond, a 14th place finish at Vegas. So he's got a 16.5 average finish. It's only a couple of spots between Jeb Burton's average finish and Parker and Parker Kligerman. Now, if you're going to tell me that between the two, Jeb Burton is outperforming his, his expected finishing position, whereas Parker Kligerman is underperforming on where he is. So again, I, I like Jeb Burton's comfortability on this track. I feel like I know that Kligerman has two sixth-place finishes in the last two times that he stepped foot on this track, but once was 10 years ago, and the other was in the fall. And this season, Kligerman has not necessarily been able to put it all together. So, um, I, like I said, I like Jeb Burton, minus 105 over Kligerman. Yeah, and Kligerman's just has had so many issues out of his control, too, like problems with his cars. It's been the same thing in the trucks, like... It just, and we've seen where bad luck just follows these guys sometimes. And no matter what they do, they just can't get past it. And he is going to be ballsy. He's going to make moves. We saw it at Daytona, right? How many times did he jump out of line at Daytona, try to get something going, and just fall backwards? Nobody would go with him. Like he's going to be aggressive and make those moves, which can pay off, but they can also hurt him as well. Uh, again, I hate going against Kligerman, but maybe this is what he needs to turn his luck around. So. We'll do that that emotional hedge. I'll back you on there. To continue the Parker segment of the show, going from Parker Clickerman over to the matchup of Parkermans. You got Parker Retzloff versus Parker Chase. Two guys I'm not sure we've mentioned before on this podcast. May not talk about again. Who knows? We'll see. But they are matched up together. And I'm actually going to take uh, Parker Retzloff over Parker Chase at minus 120. You look back at Retzloff so far, a fourth place run for him at Daytona that right there just shows me, okay, this kid can do it right. He, he's, he's done it. He, he's proved that he can do it and get a good solid finish. 27th at Atlanta. He got caught up in it. You go back to uh, 2022 and he was his one truck series start in his career is at Talladega. Um, and he finished 16th there, which not great, but not a bad finish. He finished the race. was still running at the end again in the head to head. A lot of times, that's all you need. You need the guy that survives the wrecks, right? Um, and again, we talked about inexperience. 17 Xfinity Series starts in his career. One truck series start, which was at Talladega. That's it. That's all Parker Retzloff has, but I'm backing him. They've shown this guy a few times. He is like the nerdiest-looking kid. He's from like Wisconsin or something, But he, and I think he got his start in iRacing, but he is a very, very good driver. I've been super impressed with what I've seen so far. I'm going to back that. You go over to Parker Chase. Um, he did finish 16th in Daytona. That's his only start um, this season. 
uh, and he's only got three career Xfinity Series starts. He's only got two career Truck Series starts, and both of those on road courses, which leads me to think maybe he's more of a road course guy, whereas Retzloff, his one Truck Series start, they put him in at Talladega. So they obviously thought that he could do better there. Um, and so even though the experience isn't much in his favor, it is slightly in Retzloff's favor. He's got some experience, and just eye test-wise, I have noticed Retzloff more times than I can think of uh, where it's been like, okay, look, at he's doing having a solid run for whatever car he's in, for wherever he's running, uh, and he's definitely caught my eye. Parker Chase, there's not been much to take from it because he's only got a few starts, but it, it, again, 16th in his one super speedway start is an okay finish, but Retzloff has at least a few other starts in the Xfinity series, so I'm going to take the Retzloff side of this at minus 120. Rod is currently changing his next bet as I look down and see him editing the document. Oh, wow. I was going to actually comment before we get into this, your bet here. I was going to comment how you would again notice I have no JRM cars on my side of things. And my next comment was going to be, and Rod also is not betting on any JRM cars, but I can no longer say that, Rod. Well, I was going to bet against a JRM car because I was like, it's JRM. We've, we've talked ourselves into a circle over this, but I, I just went over my notes again and I said, I'm taking the wrong side of this bet. See, this is what happens when you do a little, when you just go over your work again, right? I mean, I, I researched this and I, I formed my, my uh, argument and I did this whole thing because, look it, I like writing argumentative essays. It's my favorite thing in the world, which is why you guys get so frustrated that I always give you all the stuff that contradicts my thing because I'm used to arguing both sides of an argument to give you all the, the evidence that you need. So for my next bet, I was going to take Cole Custer over Justin Allgaier because I thought to myself, I was like, look, we have seen Cole Custer sort of go on a little bit of a momentum spree right over the last couple of races he finished fifth at Richmond he started on the pole in Martinsville and ended up third and he looked fast the entire time right but then I sort of look back again at the rest of his season it's 32nd in Austin 12th in Atlanta 12th at Phoenix 12th in Vegas 27th at Fontana and 9th at Daytona and I thought I can't necessarily see myself backing this then I even again I was going to say to you that Cole Custer had a ninth place finish in 2018 in Talladega. So I felt like that might have been enough with the momentum, knowing that he could probably get up there again. But he finished 32nd and 26th in the other two Xfinity races that he's run here. Justin Allgaier, on the other hand, has five top 10 finishes, four top five finishes in eight starts. We always, we say to you, this is like, JRM is, is eating their own, but somehow, some way, Justin Allgaier has been able to sort of sift through the madness outside of two crashes that left him finishing 36th and 29th in Phoenix and Atlanta. He's got a third place at Daytona, third place at Fontana, second in Vegas, fifth in Austin, sixth in uh, Martinsville. That's all really good finishes for this guy. You look at what he's done at, at Talladega in his Xfinity career. In 15 total starts, he's got seven top 10 finishes, four top fives. Now, last season was not good for him. 22nd in the spring race, he had a fuel pressure issue. 15th uh, there at the, in the fall after starting in fourth, but at least he was running at the end of that race. I'm saying right now that I think we have, we have reached a point where maybe Justin Allgaier on this track can turn it around. It's Junior Motorsports. Nobody knows their way around here like uh, Earnhardt. Well, he's driving Earnhardt equipment. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and back Justin Allgaier over Cole Custer at minus 110. I just don't think Cole Custer can get it done here. I know he's on a momentum ride, but I just don't know that he can get it done here. Yeah, I had looked at this one, and I, and I looked at both sides, and I really weighed them, and I could not make a decision. I They're both have inconsistencies custer i've never really thought of as a super speedway guy i don't really remember him ever having super great runs in the cup series i didn't look at that deeply at it but uh man uh, as long as justin allgaier can avoid the other three jrm cars he could probably win this race it's just stay out of the way of your teammates because they're going to be out looking to wreck you you know sam mayer goes to try and wreck true x pulls a carson hosovar wrecks himself takes his teammate out who knows i <laughs> 
it's just man I, and like you said his results haven't even been that bad but it's just the jrm thing i, I don't know man i don't know i and i loved you i just i picked an earnhardt for my last pick because i love earnhardt i just man i don't know i i i'm gonna stay neutral on this one because i can't and custer i'm mad at him because i expected a lot more from him this season and he's made me look bad in that case so uh pick your poison with rod there see which which side of his argument you like or or you could just fade me like everybody else does and that's fine because (laughs) how do they know which one to fade you pick both sides that's true oh i did (laughs) didn't i well listen and i think i said this in the recap show look if you're if you're fading me and if you're if you're picking against what i'm picking and making money isn't that helping as well i mean aren't i giving you good enough fuel to bet against and if that's making you money keep listening and bet against me then you'll make more money by the way rod's hit more winners than i have this season so uh keep that in mind as you (laughs) have your biases but anyways (laughs) next up on the card for me i'm gonna go to brett moffitt i like him over Derek kraus at minus 110 now Derek kraus i i know i said the the 10 car has finished in the top 10 every race this season but maybe that will change this week um he's only got two career xfinity series starts to his name the last two races actually um and he did finish top 10 in both of those but no super speedway starts um he was 18th in the truck series race over at daytona that that's okay but nothing uh super impressive you go back to last season in the trucks 26th at daytona 13th at talladega again okay finishes but that's also the truck series you're taking a step up 2021, 33rd at Daytona, 20th at, at Talladega. So some okay finishes sprinkled in here, but nothing that really jumps off the page to you for the Moffat side of things. He's been very impressive this season. Uh, I, I've been personally very impressed with how he's done, and he is a very experienced guy. Keep in mind, he's the 2015 NASCAR Cup Series Rookie of the Year. He's the 2018 Truck Series Champion. This guy has been around. He's got plenty of starts under his belt. Uh, again, I mean, you look at this, he's got 91 truck series starts, 80 Xfinity series starts, 45 cup series starts to his name. And Krause has started two Xfinity series races. So Moffat brings all that experience. You go back through his finishes, 29th at Daytona, again, caught up in it. That's going to have some people, but came back sixth place at Atlanta last season, another rough day in Daytona, but 14th at Atlanta, 10th at Talladega, um, in this race. Uh, back to 2021, had a second place finish at Daytona, 17th at Dega, 11th at Daytona again, a 26th at Talladega. So again, there's some, you know, some fluctuation. You're going to get that on super speedways. 2020 made one start at Talladega, fifth place. 2019, 13th place at Talladega. 2019 again in the trucks, he finished fourth place here at Talladega. 2020, he finished seventh place here at Talladega. He hasn't started every race, so there's not necessarily uh, you know you can't go back and look at every super speedway every season but the in these races that he did run he's had quite a few very solid results some fourth place finish a seventh place finish a fifth place finish in the series there's been solid enough results there uh and way more decent finishes than bad finishes so i'm going to take that veteran experience of brett moffett who's having a pretty good season his first full-time season i think since 2018 maybe in the trucks like it's been a while since we've seen moffett running full-time um and Kraus is just filling in. I mean, Kraus lost his truck series ride after last season, and he was out of a ride. Nobody wanted to give him a ride. His own spotter was on door bumper clear as one of the hosts and was saying how he just ran into things all the time, like dogging on him all the time, which doesn't give you much confidence if you're that driver. I thought that was kind of surprising. But he loses his ride, has no ride, and now he's obviously brought some sponsorship money or something to the table, and he's got in this college car for a few rides. Because this was supposed to be Atlanta Castle's ride. So, and then the money fell through. And of course, the money will get you in the ride. So, he's had some decent results in his two starts, but I don't trust him as much going into a super speedway as I do with Brett Moffitt. So, give me the 2015 Cup Series Rookie of the Year, Brett Moffitt. Which is sad because that 10 car has been in victory lane on this track with Jeb Burton. And it's actually had some fantastic results over the last. Jeb Burton finished seventh here in 2021 in the 10. Uh, Landon Castle finished uh, in the top five in 2022 in the spring. And then again, and he finished top three. So this 10 car has done well on this track, especially as of late. But you're right. I mean, it, it's a lot has to do with the driver of it. And uh, and when you don't have the most 
exclusive of drivers sometimes because Landon Castle and Jeb Burton, you know, we talked about Jeb Burton a second ago and Landon Castle, you just talked about it. The only reason he really lost the ride is because no money, right? Yeah. And Castle is a great super speedway racer. And like uh, we just talked about Hemrick and how well he's done and, and Colleague has done good in the past on super speedways, but Almondinger's gone, Castle's gone, uh, uh, JJ Haley, as you called him yesterday, <laughs> he's gone. Whoops. Uh, I mean, and so it is a different cast of characters over there. And Krause, I don't, I don't think he can be relied on as much. Might be a little rougher. That can lead you to more trouble. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to stick to the Moffat side. And Kraus, Kraus is the minus 120 side. He's favored in this, whereas Moffat's only one minus 110. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me either. I, I get that the Kraus, I guess, is in the bigger name bride. But but Moffat has been fine in this car this season. A six twice at Atlanta, he was running very good at Daytona. I can't remember what happened at the end. I think he just got caught up in one of the wrecks. But he was impressive before that. So uh, yeah, I, I feel very confident in the in the Moffat side of this. It's the ten car bump. Uh, that that's what it is. Um, speaking <laughs> of the ten car bump, that ties into my next bet, and I have got the winning car as even. The winning car number as an even car number. It's kind of a it, it's it's not as loaded of a field as you would think it is as far as even is concerned. This is at minus one twenty. It is the more juiced of it. The odd is actually, um, I believe, plus money. Right? I I, I lost the, I didn't have the right I, thing I up. Have to look. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the odd is at plus going money. against Austin Hill. That's uh, oof, take some balls, Rod. Hey, you got to hedge somehow, right? But look at. The even See, numbers odds, odds minus one ten, so they're oh, okay. There it is. Even. They're fairly even, yeah. But uh, look, Cole Custer is in that group in the double zero, I think, right? Just double yep. zero is double even. Zero. Yeah. Okay. It I'm is. not good I, at math, no, but I, I mean, it's below zero. I don't know if it still counts. But yeah, I think so. Whatever. We're, I think we're good. Cole Custer's in that group. Sheldon Creed is in that group. Josh Berry's in that group. Derek Krause, the ten car, like we said, has already been in victory lane. Is in that group. Both Smiths, Chandler and Sammy, are in that group. John Hunter Nemechek is in that group. Kaz Grawl is in that group. I'm just kidding. Uh, Kyle Sieg is in that group. Um, and then you get down to the lower one where Riley Herbst would be the only other one, and maybe Anthony Alfredo if you really want to get, uh, you know, whatever with it. I know Parker Kligerman's in that group too. So, again, that's a pretty that's a pretty good, good uh, half the field to, to try to bet on. Uh, especially since there's a lot of folks that could very well take that. And I think both Smiths alone, you know, Chandler Smith and Sammy Smith, we've seen speed out of both of them this season. And then, you know, Chandler's in a colleague car. You talked about colleague being good on super speedways, which again, lends itself to, uh, to, to being up there. So, I mean, I, I like the even side of this. I know there's some heavy hitters in the odd side because it leaves you out of guys like Justin Allgaier, uh, Brandon Jones, Ryan Truex, I suppose, if you want to uh, put him in there, but uh, I, I feel like there's more there's more upside on the even side of this than there is on the uh, well. Sam Mayer's up there as well on the odd side of that. Yeah, uh, again, this is this is such a fun way to to make sure you've got something at the end. Like, I guess in theory, as long as all the <laughs> the even number cars are get wiped out i guess and randomly it's you know 14 odd number cars left <laughs> likely to happen so this will give you something at the end with a you know a 95 percent chance i guess i don't want to i don't want to guarantee that and have somebody freak out or something but it gives you something you're going to be able to root for all your other bets get wiped out somebody's going to have an even number car at the end you can root for them to win and still cash one of your tickets at least so uh yeah i, I like having this especially on a super speedway having this type of bet in there because it, it it virtually guarantees you to have a bet still alive at the end, which is sometimes hard to do with with the way things can go. Yeah, again, I, that's the thing too. If you get to the end of the race and all of the all of your outrights, all of your head to heads are all out, I mean, chances are one of those cars remaining is going to be an even numbered car, so you can cheer for whoever that is to come to the end of it, even if it is somebody you've never ever heard of in your life. Uh, maybe, like I said, like a, um, ooh, maybe you find yourself, uh, rooting for the 38 car of Joe Graff Jr. By the end of it, <laughs> you could be, uh, you, or, or uh, I enjoyed someone's tweet. Like, I man, I'd love to give the team credit, but somebody, somebody had tweeted Joe Graff Jr. Spins and one of the racing teams quote tweeted it and said, this was a scheduled tweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, listen, and, and Josh Williams in the 92 car. That's a lot of fun for you to be able to. Uh, hey, there you go. You know, and that's a fun. Hey, you like the Josh Williams story? 
He's had some decent super speedway finishes before, right? Maybe he gets it done. He's got the waiver. He can get in the playoffs even though he missed that race. There you go. I'm just saying. There's plenty of ways to enjoy an even-numbered bet that you probably didn't even think of heading into it. So, uh, All right. We got winner bets to get to. We got to take a quick break to do that first. And want to thank each and every one of you out there watching us on YouTube. You have been a fantastic breath of fresh air for us. We were a little bit nervous about getting on YouTube. Me especially. Again, I'm not the most aesthetically pleasing uh, person in the world as Cody rolls his eyes. I, listen, man. I, I know where my bread is buttered. And I've been told several times before my voice is where it's at. So um, the fact that you guys are watching means the world to both of us, means the world to the SGPN as we try to grow our uh, our YouTube presence and try to get out to even more uh, people and more fans and more betters out there. So continue to, to help this grow, right? Do the things that you got to do. Click the bell, like, subscribe, comment on the videos. Uh, just, just make sure you're doing all that. And then, of course, for the OG podcast listeners out there, writing a simple review saying, I love how Rod gives out bad bets. Uh, I I would just love more than anything for you to leave good reviews out there uh, for that, even if it's backhanded, right? I'm in the Army. I know how to have a backhanded compliment. Uh, so just uh, continue to do that, and we will continue to grow and bring you all the fun that is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast well into the future. Maybe you can grow old with us, and we'll figure out new ways to do this together. All right. I, I like it. You like it? I do. Okay, good. I because right. I've I've been liking it. I, I, I like the the new ways that we've been able to make this show accessible to folks and it's I've, got, been, I've gotten used to the YouTube thing. Took me a little while at first. Usually while Rod was talking, I was, you know, leaning over and writing things that I still do that a little bit, but oh, oh let's to, not try to be more so. No, let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it <laughs> twisted. This is still an audio podcast for the most part. And if you're watching the entire hour, I, I gotta tell you, you have way more, way more of an attention <laughs> well, span than I hopefully do. for your sake, you just play it and, and walk away and listen to the audio part because uh, at least I myself have a, a face that's made for radio more than TV. So <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been told that. I mean, look, I know that I've I've done television and and movies before. Yeah, you're Rod's a movie star. If you didn't know, Rod's in multiple movies, commercials. So don't let him fool you that he's not made for camera because he is. It whatever. I, I'm the guy <laughs> in the background carrying the drinks. That's what hey, I usually am. I've never been on on a movie, so you you got me beat there. Uh, you know, got to do something somehow to, to earn the money, right? But speaking right. of earning All money, right. we're going to do that with the winner picks Ooh. right now, right? Time to earn some money, Rod. Again, split it up, spread it out. You could take anybody you want for the most part. Maybe not Jesse Wuji, but everybody else. Uh, I'm going to start with the Truex I allow myself to bet on. Ryan Truex, he is back in this race. Plus 1,600 over on DraftKings is the best price I've found for him. Um, not a ton of past stuff to look at. He's another one that's kind of been in and out, right? He's only got, again, this season, only some certain rides, but he's in that Joe Gibbs car. We know it's fast. They've had a lot of speed this season. And you go back to Atlanta. He finished third place there in his one super speedway attempt this season. You go back to last season. He had two super speedway attempts, a 12th place at Daytona, and again, a third place at Atlanta. So, all three super speedway attempts in this JGR car over the last two seasons, two thirds and a 12th. I think he could maybe just get it done. Get around Austin Hill. Austin Hill has a problem, gets caught up in a wreck. Austin Hill's going to be tough. And, and, and again, we won't be surprised if he wins, but man, plus 380 is an absolutely insane number to lay on a super speedway. If you have the balls to do it and you hit it, it props to you, but man, that's crazy in my opinion. So, Give me Ryan Truex plus 1,600 over on DraftKings. Riley Herbst, you know I can't leave him off the card. Gave, he is going to win this race, Rod, cash the 18-to-1 ticket. Then on Sunday, he's going to cash a 125-to-1 ticket we gave out for him in the Cup Series show. We're going to split the weekend with Riley Herbst. Never won in his career. He's going to win a Xfinity Series Cup race back-to-back. -back. It's going to be fun. We're going to make a lot of money. Love Riley Herbst. I made the case for him at the top of the show, right? He is good on super speedways. He's got the momentum behind him. Love it. Brett Moffitt, a guy I just brought up a few minutes ago. Love him as well. 35 to 1. 
I think that his veteran prowess and his ability to have some solid finishes could find him in victory lane as a longer shot. And one of my favorites, always, always on the card at Super Speedways, Ryan Sieg. It has been 39 races since Ford has been in victory lane in the Xfinity Series. Rod, and guess who drives the number 39 car? It is Ryan Sieg. And, man, I've been so close to cashing on him. That second place at Talladega a couple years ago, he was so close to getting it. I was almost there. I could taste it. He's one of those guys I'm not going to miss out on having him when he gets to victory lane. I think he gets it done this weekend. 40 to 1. I would love to cash that ticket on Ryan Sieg. Uh, man, he's and he's honestly, Herb's probably my favorite play out of all this, but Ryan Sieg is right there with it. Like He is just an auto bet for me every time on a super speedway. And I have cashed so many top five tickets, so many head-to-heads on him. He always comes through on the super speedways most of the time <laughs> always most of the time so you're telling me there's a chance whatever he is very good and i love him 40 to 1 gonna take it oh man i'm ready to to go win some money rod 100 percent of the time he's right 50 percent of the time so. bingo <laughs> uh all right yeah again i this is the super speedway uh cody that gives out like all the good stuff uh where you get me away and you get away <laughs> where me i just hunker down and i'm gonna go ahead and take john hunter Nemechek. he is at 11 to 1 over there on DraftKings. Cody talked about the gigantic drop-off between Austin Hill and John Hunter Nemechek, and there's a reason that John Hunter Nemechek is second, but there's also a reason that he's at 11-1. to I will say, though, that when you talk about his uh, Xfinity finishes here uh, on Talladega, it's not, (laughs) other than his... um, uh, what set 20 he had 22nd place finish at Talladega in 2021 but he had a seventh place and a sixth place finish in 2018 2019 he's only had three Xfinity starts on this track but two close to top five finishes so not bad there uh in the cup series though in Talladega in 2020 he raced there twice two eighth place finishes this is in the cup series right this is 2020 in the cup series and we know he lost his cup ride because he wasn't necessarily all that uh all that consistent but in super speedways what did i say i said two eighth place finishes at talladega right in daytona to 11th place finishes in the cup series for John Hunter Nemechek. And then, of course, earlier in the spring, he did finish second place at Daytona here in the Xfinity Series in his first Daytona uh, Daytona race in the 20 car. So I'm telling you right now, this is being slept on right now with John Hunter Nemechek at 11-1. to 1. If Austin Hill is like plus 380, I figure a guy like John Hunter Nemechek and his ability to, to run inside the top 10 uh, should be closer to what 500, 400, or, you know, even 600. So to get John Hunter Nemechek at 11 to one, given what he's been able to do uh, so far, I, I basically think it's a steal. And then of course you look at what he's done at all this season, right? He won last week. He's got two wins on the season already, right? He's got seven top ten finishes in eight start, four top five finishes, and those two wins. This is this is a good John Hunter Nemechek. This is the season we thought Cole Custer was going to have in his time back, right? We thought Cole Custer would have two, three, four wins by now, but it's John Hunter Nemechek with two wins and a second place at Daytona and an eighth place at Atlanta and a second place at Richmond, sixth place at Vegas, sixth place at Phoenix. It's John Hunter Nemechek so far this season, and he's that he's been riding that Gibbs train hard. Uh, that Gibbs card hard, rather. And I think he's going to do it again at Talladega. I just think he could win this thing. Great minds think alike, Rod. Full disclosure, I had typed in John Hunter Nemechek, and then I backed it up and changed it to Ryan Truex for the extra you know, plus 500 on it. But I do love John Hunter Nemechek as well. So I'm glad you decided to take him because I think that he is the second best driver and car out there to Austin Hill on a super speedway and, and the best driver and car everywhere else, basically. So... I like it, uh, yeah, and then you're not going to see those odds on John Hernemachek anywhere but a super speedway, so take advantage while you can get it. Indeed, and again, I mean, back-to-back wins is tough. I get that. I know that it's not easy to do, especially in this series, but if anybody can do it, 
I think he's going to be able to get it done. Especially, I mean, listen, you you saw him last week. He just didn't know, and his burnout, his burnout. He could, I could not believe Beautiful. that he would. St- he's staying in the car. The thing's on fire, and you said it too. I think I don't know if we said it on the recap show or if you just were talking to me offhand when you were like he gave a shout out to his sponsor and his fire sponsor and it was like yeah they were the company that was putting out the fire it was part like just great everything about it was wonderful yeah so i think he's i think he's in a good mood i think he's gonna be a great mood once he gets to talladega that's gonna go a long way in his day especially if he qualifies well and stays around the front i like it so uh, all right, get out your stone tablet and chisel, and we are going to give you the bets for the uh, Ag Pro 300 from the Talladega Super Speedway. Cody started you off with Riley Herbst and his staple top five finish at plus 225. I said Anthony Alfredo was going to be a top five car at plus 500, and it's probably the last time you'll hear that out of our mouths. Uh, Cody gave you Ryan Ryan Sieg, right? Yes, Ryan Sieg is yeah. a top five car at plus 500, and also the winner of Group B at plus plus 500 uh, with Hats Kligerman, Krause, Jeb, Moffitt, and Clements in that group. I said Daniel Hemrick was going to be a top three car this time uh, at plus 425. Cody gave you Jeffrey Earnhardt as a top five car at plus 700. I gave you Jeb Burton over Parker Kligerman at minus 105. Cody gave you uh, uh, Parker Retzlaff over Parker Chase at minus 120. I gave you Justin Allgaier over Cole Custer in my revamped research uh, at minus 110. Cody gave you a Brett Moffitt over Derek Krause at minus 110. I said the winning car was going to be even at minus 120. And then Cody said to uh, take these into account as you pick a winner. Ryan Truex at 16 to 1. Herbst at 18 to 1. Moffitt at 35 to 1. And Sieg, Ryan type, at 40 to 1. And I picked John Hunter Nemechek to win at 11-2-1. Cody, I really wish this race would start as soon as we hit stop so we could watch this thing play out. Same. I, man, again, so pumped up for some super speedway racing. My favorite style. I love to watch it. It's a lot of fun. Again, take it easy. Count these as losses. And be happy if you win anything. That's, that's the motto for super speedway weeks. But, uh, yeah, we've done it plenty of times before. Hope to do it again this week. Hope so. Hope so. Um, all right. Well, Cody, then let's go ahead and wrap it up. And in the meantime, I want to let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. You can find all my work over there. And uh, yeah, follow us on the, the F1 Gambling Podcast. We'll be back again this week for uh, some DFS plays for the Cup Series and uh, maybe a, a special guest episode. We're working on some stuff. So we'll see what comes out. We will certainly see what comes out follow me on twitter at rjv gomez link in the bio to everything i got going on whether it is here whether it is in between media thursday the back road kicks off again with seth elliott and a special guest again not my week but i'll be back again the week after to talk about the aftermath of talladega hopefully we don't get caught up in the big one we'll see you again later this week for dfs and of course our special guest so until then let's go racing and let it ride.